Good morning, my friends. I'm Pastor Stephen Brooks, and welcome today to our midweek Bible study called Morning Glory. Let's go today to the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, and drop down to verse 6. And today, let's discuss overcoming obstacles to success. Let's open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word that it is the blueprint, the roadmap for our lives. Thank you, Father, that as we study your word today, we're asking that your Holy Spirit would illuminate the scriptures, that the eyes of our heart would have understanding of what to do with your word and how to make it work in our lives. Father, we thank you for the work of your Holy Spirit. We receive his help in Jesus' name. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. The walk of faith is a walk that we all are called to. And without faith, you can't please the Lord. All of the blessings of God, they are received by an active faith. In other words, they won't just automatically come on you. You have to possess the promises of God, and you possess them by faith. You take them by faith. You say, yes, Lord, I believe I receive in the name of Jesus, and you take it by faith. That's what you do, praise God. And oftentimes, even as we're going to see with Noah in the very next verse, you have to just take it sight unseen. Woo, praise the Lord. After all, if it's involving sight and you have all the evidence, then it's no longer faith. That's what makes it faith. You're believing before you actually see the manifestation. Now, verse 7, by faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen. Well, this is fascinating. He's being warned of a flood. And he's going to be telling the people it's going to flood. The earth is going to be destroyed with water. And they all laughed at him. Why? Something like that had never been seen before. So because they had not seen it, they refused to believe it. But people that are of faith, that know God's word, know God's ways, and know what his will is, we don't have to have all of the what we would call external evidence. We have the, God's Word at, as our evidence, and it is proven accurate over and over again. So we're going to be like Noah, which is why he's in this chapter. This is the chapter of the Hall of Faith. He's in here because he has accomplished something extraordinary with his faith. And I just want you to know today that your faith will work for you. The same faith that you have in you is, is the same faith that all of these other great men and women of God have had. It is the measure of faith, and God has given you also the measure of faith, and you can take it, and you can exercise it, and you can use it, and you also can accomplish the things that God has assigned you to do in your life. Praise God. It will work for you, and it's time to turn it loose and to see some great results. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Praise the Lord. My friends here, we're looking at Noah working under a deadline. In other words, there is a flood uh, coming. God's told him, this is coming. This is on the prophetic calendar. You have got to get this big ship built for you and your family. So he's working. 
And I think it's just important to know that whenever you're on any type of faith assignment, whether it's large or small, that you're going to have obstacles, you're going to have things pop up, uh, particularly like in a situation with Noah, when you're on a very large project, and you have other workers that are involved, and you have maybe something new that you're doing, pioneering something new, or you're doing it on a scale that hasn't been done before. Well, you're going to have all these different types of obstacles and things to overcome. I need to let you know that although it's going to be tough, God's still in it. Sometimes people think, when I say people, I'm talking about God's people. Sometimes there's the thought that, well, you know, I thought this was God's plan for me, and I, I stepped into it, I, uh, but it's so hard. I, that maybe God's not with me after all. Well, God will be with you, but He'll supply the grace because I think sometimes, again, Christians can think because they've heard teaching about the anointing, and the anointing often referring back to oil, the oil being a symbol of the Holy Spirit, but oil would be slippery, oil can flow, oil can be poured, and sometimes we've heard about the anointing as being, you know, it just makes things easy, and the anointing does have that element where things do work better, of course, with the anointing, the Spirit of God moving in our midst and helping us. But even with the Holy Spirit flowing and there being an anointing, doesn't mean that you're not going to have challenges. Doesn't mean that problems, obstacles, and all kinds of even maybe weird difficulties pop up just because God's in it and it's God's plan. You know, those things are still going to happen. And you need to understand that because I need to be honest with you and let you know that as you really serve the Lord and live for God and you're on a faith project, they're definitely going to pop up. And when you're really living for the Lord, they could pop up more than what they would for somebody else who's not serving the Lord, mainly because often the enemy tries to block God's people or make it harder for God's people. And so you might encounter extra opposition, more difficulties. I mean, Noah's running into that with, you know, persecution and uh, endeavoring to do something new and trying to explain to, you know, his children how this is all going to come together. And, you know, they, his family's got to take this whole thing by faith, you know, and believe that he's actually heard from God. And, uh, and so, you know, but God's in it. So everything does keep moving forward. They do get the project completed. The rains do come and all of the supernatural that God packed into it with the animals coming two by two and all of these great signs and wonders that validated the work of God. You know, it was all there in the mix. Was it easy, though, to pull it all off? No, I'm sure they worked long days. I'm sure they had time to rest. But still, this was this was a big project, very demanding physically, very demanding mentally. Uh, you know, I've heard scientists tell us that our brains actually use the majority of the energy in our bodies. I know that, you know, you could think, well, I, Pastor Steve, I use my legs or I use my arms or hands. And, you know, that, that is an element of physical strength. But your brain, uh, it, uh, when you really are, you know, into what you're doing and into your work, your brain is gobbling up large amounts of energy and your resources. So you have to have time to refresh and take a break. That's why I believe God made vacations. God made feast day so we can have times to relax or refresh even the Sabbath day so to speak so my friends keep pushing forward just because it's tough doesn't mean that God's not in it it could be one of the greatest indicators that God is in it and that's why all of these you know uh, things happen but you know keep pushing because when you cross that finish line and you actually 
finish it. It's very, very rewarding. And to step back and see that your faith in God. Now, when I say faith in God, I'm talking about faith in his word, faith in his ability to lead you, faith in the Holy Spirit's ability to guide you through the inward witness and to guide you in that path that he has for your life. I'm telling you that your faith in God, when, when you step back after you've accomplished that project and you think, wow, we actually did it. And it seemed like it would never get done in the midst of the trial. It, uh, while we were working on this, it just seemed like everything was thrown against us and it looked like it would never come together yet. You stand back when it's all said and done, and you think, Lord, we did it again. And it's one of the most satisfying feelings. And of course, when you accomplish something like that by faith in God, by faith in God's Word, you know, your heart begins to think, well, you know, if God's big enough to help us do that, you know, I, I believe we could go on to something that would be a larger project, uh, you know, after that. It's kind of like in strength training. They, they call it maxing out. What's your max on your deadlift or your squat or bench press? In other words, what's the greatest weight that you can lift or move? Well, once you've done that, it's not like you want to go, you know, and lift something less than that. You, you start to think, well, I, I could probably do more. So you set your sights higher. That's something fascinating with the Lord because God, uh, has unlimited potential for what he can do for us as we connect with him through this dynamic element of faith. Praise God. And I believe really that the, the chapter 11 of Hebrews with the hall of faith, all of these great men and women of God that did these amazing things, the chapter in a sense is still being added to. And I believe that when we go to heaven, we can also join the ranks of those who accomplish great things by just simply taking God at his word and believing God and just, and then just going for it and then just starting and doing what it is that you have on your plate and just sticking with it, sticking with it. Even when others may want to quit or, you know, be discouraged, you just keep moving forward. And there can be times, I'm sure it was like that for Noah. This was a long, long project. It took, took him a long time to build that ark. There probably were some moments when things were discouraging. Maybe they put something together wrong. Uh, maybe they, uh, who knows, turned the blueprints upside down one day. And, you know, you just run into things like that when you're manufacturing, when you're fabricating. Uh, you know, all of these different things you just, you learn as you go. But as tough as it can be, the thing is, you just keep going forward. God's mercies are new every morning. You could have had a tough day, but the next morning you wake up, it's just like you're, you get so refreshed. What's going on? What's going on is that God's mercies are new every morning. And if you wake up and you're just sensitive to Holy Spirit, you'll sense that that grace, that beautiful grace of God and His mercy is there for each new day. Take it, receive it, and then step into that day and then keep moving that project forward. And you will eventually cross the finish line and you'll have that reward and you'll have the blessing. And then your faith becomes sight. There it is. You see it accomplished and done for the glory of God. You're going to get there because your faith is working for you. Let's take a look at just one more example today. Mark chapter 2, verse 4. Uh, actually, let's just start in verse 1. Mark chapter 2. And again, you're going to have obstacles to your success. You're going to have obstacles in the Canaan or the promised land. As you're going through it, possessing what God told you rightfully belongs to you, there's going to be things that will prove difficult. Maybe 
maybe paperwork and uh, legal work or as we would say in bureaucracy all the red tape and things maybe that you think oh I, I hate messing with stuff like that but perhaps that's the path that you have to take maybe not forever but maybe this project leads you through that then today really whether you're uh, you know if you're buying or selling something almost everything has you know legality to it paperwork and you know uh, it's like today if you buy a car if you're going to finance a car I don't know it seems like there's like 20 pages <laughs> you have to sign all these papers and you know initial all of this stuff in a house you know if you're buying property land or a home now if you're paying cash a lot of that can be a lot faster but even still even if you're doing a cash buy there's still a lot of paperwork there's title research and there's and on and on it goes and you know all of that stuff has to be signed off on and documented uh, you know properly and things like that so you know these are things that are just part and parcel for what you have to do and it may not be something that you're super excited about but you know what God's grace will be there for you and you'll get your way through it you'll just navigate through it and I tell you what stick with it no matter how hard it is and what kind of obstacles pop up just stick with it one day at a time keep moving forward you're going to get to the finish line you're going to end up being in the hall of faith like Noah and all of these other epic saints and you'll just think wow how did I do that you did that because you never quit you did that because you believe God's word and you were just persistent and before you know it you arrive at the finish line is it is it easy in between no <laughs> it can be very very hard now when you cross the finish line it's like a marathon you think oh that wasn't so bad but the reality was uh, yeah that really was that bad that was really hard and uh it, it, sometimes in the middle of it you know these thoughts are going through your head how did i ever get myself into this I, my brother ran a triathlon one time and he told me he was in the middle of it thinking what in the world am i doing why did i ever even decide to do something as painful and so uh, something that uh, self-inflicts so much discomfort why why am i even doing this but you know he finished it and by the time he was finished he thought you know this is the greatest thing i ever did but <laughs> You know, maybe you will reevaluate that the next day when you can hardly get out of bed. <laughs> but praise the Lord, you know, your body heals up, you get some sleep and rest, get a nice meal, and you're probably ready to be, you know, planning again your next attempt. These things are all interesting. But my friends, in the middle, it can be very tough, but don't stop. God's got a way to get around any obstacle. Just keep going. And you'll see a lot of people that'll want to fall off. And then, see, there's a lot of critics today. Uh, I'm sure you've noticed that there's a lot of criticism against wealthy people, successful people, people with money. There's a lot of people that say it's not right that they've got all of that wealth or whatever. But the truth is, you know, 99% of the time, uh, those people didn't win it by a lottery. Most of them didn't even inherit it. Most of the time when you're looking at those people, they've earned it. They took the risk. They, uh, you know, stayed up all night. They pushed when others quit. They, they were just, you know, they laid their life on the line. And there's an element for the believer where you're using your faith. But there's also uh, an element sometimes of just grit. You just, you know, you just say, there's just a point you say, I'm not quitting. I'm not going to give up. I didn't come this far to just turn back around and you keep on going. It. You just keep on going. And you also, when you're, when you're doing that, you're engaging biblical principles that give, that give flight, that get you airborne. And so, you know what, anybody really that works certain biblical principles, you're going to reap those results, whether you're saved or unsaved. But as a child of God, as a believer, 
you have the faith of God in your heart, and that's what unbelievers do not have. And so you could even have supernatural faith to keep on going, even against the most unbelievable odds or hindrances. Now, Mark chapter 2, verse 1, and again, he, that would be Jesus, entered Capernaum after some days, and it was heard that he was in the house. What house was that? Most likely his house. Verse 2, immediately many gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door. And he preached the word to them. That's very important. The preaching, the teaching of the word, you'll see this so often where Jesus would just stop and preach. He would stop and teach. What is a result of that? The result of, of hearing Jesus minister the word is that as you listen to him talk and minister and expound on the scriptures, suddenly faith is rising up in your heart and you believe that with God all things are possible. And there is a man standing there anointed by the Holy Spirit ready to administer the anointing and the power of God. So as you heard him talk, you're just getting charged with faith. And so he preached the word to them. And so when I go to meetings to minister, when I want to minister to the people, uh, pray for the sick, prophesy, you know, whatever it might be, cast out demons, whatever it might be, I always like to take time to minister the word first. Why? It'll build faith in people, and then it makes it easier for them to receive the anointing once their batteries have been charged up. Praise God. Verse 3, then they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. Verse 4 would be the stopping point for many Christians. And then if they stop there because there's too many people, they can't get to Jesus, many would just say it's too hard. We had no idea that this many people were following his ministry. That We didn't know that his ministry had such notoriety. And so obviously we're not going to be able to get to him. And some people would have just turned around and they would have went back home. They even would have, they would have, they would have said something like this. Well, obviously it wasn't God's will. Yet the whole time it could have been God's will, probably was, but because of their unbelief, because of their lack of effort, because of looking at the obstacles instead of looking at options and other, you know, ways of how we can still get this done, they just quit. Some people just quit, and then they are the ones often who become the professional critics and criticize those who stuck with, uh, who just refused to give up and stuck with the promises of God. And, you know, and so, you know what, when you press through, you change on the inside. And if you ever break through, now please listen to this. If you ever break through just one time in your life, you'll realize that if you do it once, you can do it again. Because the principles will work the same over and over and over again. That's why there have been quite a few wealthy people throughout history, even modern day history, even in today's world, who have gained very high levels of success Certain things happened, and they lost it all, and then they got it all back again. So they went from nothing, and they went to the top, and then maybe certain, uh, you know, unplanned events took place, and they lost it all. How did they get back up there? 
they see they knew principles they had broken through before and they know hey if we've done this before we can we can do it again now you also have time factors involved we talked about Noah a little bit earlier Noah was working under a deadline and Noah didn't really have time to you know lose a couple of years or you know have a bunch of job layoffs or no they're under a deadline they had to get that ark built every day count it so uh, it's not like you want to just go through life and maybe lose a decade or something like that you really want to stay on assignment but God understands he'll help you but my friends just keep on going on and that way once you break through and you learn that identity of the Lord as the Lord of the breakthrough then you know you're you're there is a a happiness a contentedness in your heart because you know that God is a covenant keeping God and these things are working off principles that as long as you work those principles they'll lift you up Woo, praise the Lord. Amen. So you know how to get back there every single time. Okay. And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. And that's why they're in the Bible. That's why this story is there recorded is because it is a tremendous demonstration of faith. They had obstacles. My friends, you're going to have obstacles. Um, Hopefully there won't be too many. Hopefully it'll be even smoother, perhaps, than what you're uh, anticipating. But I would encourage you that if you're on any faith project, particularly a medium-sized one or a larger-sized one, you're going to have you're going to have things that maybe keep you up at night. You're going to have uh, things to work through. You may have paperwork to do. You you may feel stressed. You may feel strained. You may feel that you have been stretched beyond any limit that you've been to before. Well, you have to ask yourself at those points, do I really want this as much as I said I did? Do I really want this as much as I have told myself I do? See, when you get in the middle of it, it's not really probably the place to be asking those questions. You really want to have that settled up front. <laughs> but sometimes you do come into a close reality of the price tag that you were willing to pay when, you know, you do run into all of that stuff. I think, I think when you're that far in it, you're pretty much locked in. You're going to go all the way. And, and, you know, when you're at that point, you are the type of person that says, yes, I am willing to pay this price. And if I don't get off at five o'clock, and if it means I've got to stay here till nine o'clock at night, then, you know, if that's what's involved and understanding that doesn't mean it's got to be like that every night, but if it requires that or demands that at times, then you're, you have to be willing to make those sacrifices and do those things. And when you do that, you'll keep pressing through, you'll keep breaking through, you'll resolve those issues, you'll find solutions to those problems, and you move past them, you move past them. There may be a few others, you move past them. Uh, you might get right to the end. Don't relax at the end. You have not crossed the finish line until you've broken that tape and you have crossed it. And until you cross it, don't let up. That doesn't mean you can't have some fun along the way and, and stuff like that. But just remember, it's not in the bag until it's in the bag. Woo, praise the Lord. There have been a lot of races in track and field where some guy that was out front thought he had it. And, uh, you know, he's already like waving at the crowd or something like that. And it's really embarrassing when he's waving at the crowd. Then he holds his finger up like that, number one. And then somebody passes him that was charging down the home straight. And he, he, was so, he was so busy, like, you know, showing off that he didn't see the guy, you know, surging up on him. And then, then, then passes him right at the finish line. So 
here's the thing don't let up go all the way cross the finish line you know it, you know sign the papers uh you know w- w- wait for the money to hit the bank however it is you know get just get it all done get it all done it's not done till it's done <laughs> praise god all right so that's the way you want to be and then then when it's all done then you'll be very happy and content in your spirit and then you can re- you can enjoy you know the fruit of your labor but my friends till then keep pressing keep pressing and you'll see that God has a solution for every obstacle he'll get you around every single thing it doesn't matter if it's a crowd like this uh, th- these guys have encountered there's there's still a solution most people though they just they're so it's almost like they're looking for excuses of why they could say oh it didn't work out wasn't God's will I knew God wouldn't do it for me but if you if you dig into their life and ask you'll find out that they actually quit very very easily and so I just want to let you know if this will help you if you're stepping in the, into the things of the Lord these genuine faith walks yes it can be very tough sometimes God well I don't even know if I should use the word sometimes I've actually found I've I found it like I found it a hundred percent maybe there are some exceptions I'm not aware of them but I have found that God allows it to be tough particularly in ministry he particularly allows it to be tough especially up front to thin out those who are not really locked in because it says Jesus said many are called but few are chosen and you have a lot of people there they, they sense the calling they're all excited but the moment there's persecution the moment it gets tough they're just like well I, I don't know I think I think God wants me to uh, you know come over here and do something else in life and so they, you know, they just pull out real quick so God will make it very very demanding so that you know it's just like in special forces if, if you want to get into the military, if you want to go Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, uh, you know, whatever it might be, you can get into the basics. But if you want to go into more of the what we would call special forces, oh, they're going to make it extremely hard. Uh, so don't think that God just makes everything a cakewalk in the Christian life that's that doesn't even make any sense he'll make it hard on purpose well pastor Stephen if God does that people will drop out yes just like in the special forces they they actually want you to drop out if you're not really committed they they're going to make it really hard on purpose why they want you to drop out (laughs) if you don't really want this and this is not something that you're really willing to pay for and make a great sacrifice for yeah it's probably good that you just quit and uh, go, go back to the other other thing not that there's anything wrong wrong with the other thing but if you want to go to the high levels of success uh, then you're going to have to really do some things that the others are not willing to do and I just need to let you know there's going to be a lot of bumps in that road there's going to be a lot of obstacles that's okay God can overcome every single one of them and you will get past every single one of them but you just need to know they're there because a lot of Christians get in the middle of it and they're like this is crazy what's going on well that's that's just the normal path well this seems crazy yeah that's the way it is until you break through on the other side and then suddenly everybody admires you and think wow our, our, what, what a great pioneer well yeah it wasn't too great when we were in the middle of it but you know what that's why you have your testimony that's what develops a testimony and that's really what develops mature faith and that's also what helps you to understand that sometimes it's not so much gifting or anointing as it is just hey I'm not going to quit I'm still here I'm still going that has a big part to do with it maybe what we would call not so much inspiration but just good old-fashioned perspiration 
you're just still there still plugging away God sees that God honors that God keeps breaking you through breaking you through and eventually you pop out on the other side and that's exactly what happened for these guys they took they took the paralyzed man up on the roof they said well obviously we can't do it this way let's do something unorthodox let's do something out of the box we'll make sure that the roof is repaired later it's not a problem uh, we want to see our friend get healed and this is his this is his opportunity so it's now or never let's go for and they went for it they had they had obstacles but nevertheless they prevailed they didn't quit they didn't give up didn't give up and their friend was healed praise the Lord glory to God you're gonna have a testimony also of overcoming verse 12 immediately he arose took up the bed and went out in the presence of them all so that all were amazed and glorified God saying we never saw anything like this and you know what they never would have seen it if those four men and that paralyzed man uh, you know had refused to just give up but because they said hey let's just go for it I mean the guy's he's probably like he's th- he probably told the guys look I'm paralyzed I can't move I, my life is not you know uh, what, do I, what do I have to lose? Take me up on the roof. If I fall off, I'm not going to hold any of you liable. <laughs> Let's just do this. <laughs> Praise God. And, they, you know, they were careful with him. They got him up there. What a beautiful story. And thus, they are recorded in the eternal Word of God. And I believe that you're doing things that heaven is looking down and heaven is saying their story also will be told as a memorial throughout eternity because their story was a story of faith, of unrelenting faith never quitting never giving up despite one obstacle after another oh hallelujah and my friends they made it and you know what I believe that there is honor and recognition not only in the world to come but even in this lifetime for those that demonstrate true biblical faith because I'm telling you true biblical faith produces results that you can see Woo, praise the Lord. We're not just talking about like ethereal stuff that's always in the, uh, somehow in the invisible realm. We're, no, we're talking like, there it is, right there. There's my blessing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Either I'm healed or God, uh, you know, blessed me with that or God did this or whatever. Or, you know, these people were, were touched and saved because we, you know, there, there's evidence. What I'm saying is that faith has a trail of evidence. Praise God. So don't let all the obstacles throw you. There's nothing so big that God can't help you find some way to get around it, over it, underneath it. There's, he's got, he's got more options and possibilities than we can ever dream up. We just need to keep moving forward. He will unveil them to us. He will also supply the grace, the strength, the mercy, and the courage to keep going with each new day. And before you know it, he'll have you there at the finish line praise God and then the course once there you enjoy the moment and the gears of faith start turning and you're thinking hey if God did that let's go on to something even greater praise the Lord my friends this is why it says in the word of God that the just shall live by faith these are the mechanics of the Christian walk and we can work these every day Heavenly Father I pray for your people as they're watching today that their faith be strong, that they encounter your beautiful mercies every morning to rise up and to overcome any challenge that would be facing them on each new day. And we thank you, Father God, that they're going to complete every project that you've called them to 
through a strong and vibrant faith and they're going to do some great things father we give you praise they're going to do some mighty things that will bring you great glory father we give you the praise we thank you for tangible proofs and evidences that that are a result of their faith and also that speak to others as a great testimony of what it is to use one's faith father thank you bless your people in Jesus name Amen. Hallelujah. Let's take Holy Communion today. Glory to God. If you're watching today and you're not a Christian, you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have an obstacle that's blocking you from getting to heaven. That obstacle is called sin. And sin separates people from God because God is sinless and God is perfectly holy. So we cannot go into his presence as sinners. We are separated from him. And if, if you die in your sins, you're lost eternally. You're sent to hell because you are separated from God because of your sins. But, but thank God for Jesus. God is so good that God sent his son into the world to give his life as a ransom for sin. That's why Jesus died on the cross so that he could pay the penalty for our sins, not his sins. He didn't have any, but he paid the penalty for our sins. And if you'll just put your faith and trust in him, then you can receive forgiveness of sins. And then you can now have relationship with God and receive access to a life in heaven with God when your life comes to an end. Hallelujah. And receive eternal life within your heart. If you would like to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer out loud right now. Just pray it after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Wash all of my sins away. Lord Jesus, I've been a sinner. Wash all of my sins away. I give my life to you. Now, Jesus, write my name in your book of life. Lord Jesus, I take you as my Lord and Savior now. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. And God will not refuse anybody that calls upon his name in faith and trust. You now belong to the Lord Jesus Christ and you belong to the family of God. So let's all take communion together today. Please grab some unleavened bread and some grape juice. Heavenly Father, we bless the bread and the juice. We bless it and consecrate it. This is now the flesh and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father God. And we, we take this until he comes back or until we go to be with him. Father, we give you praise. We thank you for the body of Christ. We thank you for your word, O God. We cling to it. We hold to it. We thank you that you're getting this over every obstacle to our destination. Father, I thank you that there are some that are watching. They're going to be arriving within just, well, I see that there are some that they're going to arrive on their finish line within three days. Woo! Now that's not for everybody, but Father, there are some, they'll touch the finish line in three days. So Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father, let them continue to push. You will not fail them. If you got them that far, you're going to get them all the way. So Father, we push all the way until we cross that line. We just give you praise. Thank you, Father God. That's because there are some that are finishing certain faith projects. You're about to uh, get it all wrapped up. So Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Let's receive the body of the Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you for the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Father, that you knew that there would be times when we could be discouraged, times when we would question when will the journey 
come to an end? When will the project be complete? But we thank you, Father God, that you continue to pour out more grace, more strength. So, Father, we lean to you for strength because you are our strength. So, Father, today let fresh anointing and grace touch and fall upon your people. Make their lives beautiful. Let their life be like the Garden of Eden, Father God. Everything in order, everything spectacular, everything bringing glory to you. Thank you, Father God, that when people look at your people, may they see Christ, Christ in them. Thank you, Father. We receive the blood of Jesus in his name. Amen. Let's drink. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My friends, don't be discouraged just because it's tough at times. It's not always tough, but sometimes it can be. When it is, push harder. Keep looking for the solution and keep moving forward. And eventually, all challenges will be overcome and you will complete that project on time. Glory to God. Even if your project is, a, is an ark, <laughs> it's probably not, but it could be something of great significance. I'm sure it is. My friends, just keep on going. Keep on going. You're going to be ready right on time. God bless you. Thanks for watching. 